I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Jock Time AFL podcast for the third week of the finals, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who was given a life ban from Domain Stadium after he ordered a light beer at the bar. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Michael, I wanted to go through the whole game and I wanted to remember it. I didn't want to get too uh, too boozed up in the first quarter, so I thought I'll go the light beer. I should have gone mid-strength. That's what they love over in Perth. They You're love their mid-strength. I, I made a huge mistake and it really set the, uh, it set the fans off. They didn't like me for it and I got banned for life. I think it's actually a trap. I think it's a trap that they have, they have the light beer there. Yep. And as soon as anyone buys it, it's like, right, you're out forever. Banned. Well, I guess it's a way to sort out the, uh, the wheat from the chaff, so to yeah. speak, to get rid of the fuckwits. You don't want fuckwits at the game, mate. And you, yeah. if you're ordering light beer, get out of here. We don't need you. We want you <laughs> blind drunk by half time. That's well, what they I want at Domain Stadium. That's their definitely motto. Definitely did a good job on, on the weekend. They made sure that none of the fuckwits were at the ground <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, no, they kept them all in. They, they knew that they were drunk. They, they, they give out free beer over there, I'm pretty sure, at Domain Stadium. They want people as hammered as they can be for the footy. It was Thunderdome over there, wasn't it? It was insane. It was, it was insane. insane. The guy that like drew his fist back at yeah. Isaac Smith, that was incredible. I've never actually seen that. Like I've seen, yeah, obviously people get up and I reckon the closest encounter I've probably seen with a fan was maybe when Mickey O ran in. Yeah. When he kicked that goal in uh, 06 and yep. he uh, ran towards the crowd and they, they, they basically screamed at each other. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose I've seen a couple of people throw a bottle onto the field. Yeah, um, there was a Carlton supporter who did that up against Brisbane who got banned. He's been banned from the Gabatois. He's never allowed back. Oh, and, so and, you can't be doing that. But uh, the Mickey O'Loughlin one, that was great. I mean, he just went right up to him and just said, I think he just said, lose some weight, you fat bastard. It was really harsh. <laughs> but he took that in the spirit it was intended to, that <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it was like, like, and he was, I mean, seeing him talk, uh, interviewed during the, I think, grand final coverage and like, and he was all like, ah, it's fun and games. And Mickey O was all cool with it. Yeah. But I've never seen a player kind of run towards, they've gone to cock the fist. And Isaac... Definitely took a couple of steps back. So I'm saying, A, he's soft. Yeah. And B, <laughs> and B um, he genuinely must have thought there is a chance I could get hit here. But do you reckon that guy went to the game and was like, I'm going to be on the boundary. If anyone comes near me, I swear to God, I am going to feign a punch at them like I'm a hero. It's, it's very straight behaviour, wasn't it? I imagine, yeah, I imagine there was a bit of lick and that guy got kicked out. I don't think he's banned as such, but he, um, I think he got kicked out of the game. And then the um, other guy who gave, was it Luke Bruce who hit the fence? He or? did, and he knocked him on the back with his uh, inflatable anchor. Now, <laughs> there are many things wrong with that, okay? Yeah. First, he's touched the player. And then secondly, are you really getting about the game as a grown adult, as a, as a fully formed man yeah. with a, a fucking inflatable <laughs> anchor? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what, do you do with, what do you do with the inflatable anchor like for seven months of the year when footy's not on? You just look, yeah, like, so a, strange. You look like a it's tool. So- now, having said that, actually, to be fair to him, actually, at the top of the ground, there are two inflatable anchors. Well, don't they, can't the you use the... them to ride out to Rottnest Island? 
I like a little bit of a floaty. Yeah, yeah. You oh, just okay. you, body you know, surfing. A whole bunch of supporters jump on it. And they just head out to Rotto. You go on the anchor. Yeah, yeah that's great. Well, but if, I, if that's the way they were treating the uh, the Hawthorne uh, players, how how what did they, what the hell did they do to Tom Sheridan after the game? Oh, dude, dude. Uh, I mean, there, there was commentary on the game about how uh, the Herschel Gibbs moment, you dropped the World Cup, yeah. which Steve Ward didn't actually start. I think he said you just cost them the game. Yeah. But um, but it's gone down in folklore. But yeah, you'd, you'd be thinking about that a few times while you're trying to get to sleep at night, wouldn't you? Oh, especially because like I've been tweeting him about it. I'm on yeah, his definitely. Facebook page sending him uh-huh. vid- videos of it, Vines. Yep. Yep. I've yep. really, yep. really laid in. Tom Sheridan will never, ever forget that as long as I live. I painted it on his front fence. Yeah. It's the screen capture. <laughs> How would you feel? Like, you know, they yeah. say that it's a team game and that, that one moment didn't cost us. But you go, yes, it fucking did. Yeah, yeah. And it had Ross the momentum. Said, Ross said the, uh, said, uh, the uh, you know, said, you know, not his fault. And I uh, gave him a bit of a cuddle. Yeah. Gave a bit of a, Rossi gave a bit of a cuddle. I like that. I like a bit of a cuddle. But Ross said it's a tough game. We're not playing Tiddlywinks. And you know what pisses me off about that is what if you are a Tiddlywinks player? Yeah, no, you are. And, and you're you, in the final. Yeah, and you just go, oh, fuck off, Ross Lyon. I'm fucking, I'm the best Tiddlywings player in Australia, and you're just patronising me. I love the whole, we're not playing for sheep stations. You know, when people use that term. Yeah. It's like, but people have. <laughs> and people should. You know, one thing that I've picked up from the commentary of late, uh, this, I don't know where it's come from. It's It's been used pretty much on a, on a minute-to-minute basis, but they say it's time to pull the trigger. Oh, okay. Have you heard that bobbing up a bit? Yeah. People just laying into it's time. They've got to pull the trigger on it. You know, if they're going to cross the ground, if they're going to the fat side, they've got to pull the trigger on it. Or, you know, if they're going to uh, activate the substitute, they've got to pull the yep. trigger. Or, yep, yep. you know, if Nat Five's got a broken leg, pull the trigger and kill him. Put yeah. him down. Yeah, yeah. put him out <laughs> of his misery. Like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I talk about fans very quickly, though? Because we did see the guy, you know, cocking the fist and the like. In a way, I, I, I encourage it. Yeah. Hear me out, junk time idea. Yep. But I also get the feeling, if players do get too close to fans, if we did bring in a thing where you were allowed to take a shot at them, yep, yep. if anything, it would encourage people to play down the middle. So you'd get less of this chipping around. Straight through the corridor. Straight through the corridor. Much more entertaining game. If people knew that as soon as they got outside the boundary, that if a fan can reach you, they're welcome to have a crack at you. That's great. I think it put players on their toes and coaches on their toes and get a much nicer game just straight down the middle. Not No throw-ins. Get rid of boundary umpires. Yeah. Wouldn't so, need them. So basically, if, if Mick Malthouse were coaching, it would just be a free-for-all. It would just be a punch-on, yeah. hugging the boundary, just punch it, after punch coming in from the crowd. It'd be classic classic shootouts, yeah. And, and be, that'd be ch- Now, Adam, ask, let me answer this. Does Ross Lyon have to change? Does he have to change? Because now he's gone close a number of times. Yeah. This wasn't the grand final, obviously, but he's gone close. But he still has that idea of, you know, we'll kick 70 points and then stop them from kicking more than that. Does he have to become a 20-goal team to, uh, to, to change up the game plan? Well, see, is he, like, everyone thinks he's a great coach, but he hasn't won anything. Mm. He's always he's got, second. There was some stat I saw during the week, and he had... As good a winning record as many of the great coaches, yep. but they had, you know, four premierships, three premierships. He was on the big no-no. Look, I think, uh, I think he has to get more defensive. I yeah. think keep opposition teams to 20 points. So if they get three goals, just flood. Actually, that's, that's a really just, good idea. Just really flood back and just that make was... no chance for kicking goals from the opposition. That will surprise the competition, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we're all going to expect next year a more attacking Fremantle, if anything. Ah. 
become more dour. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of trading, like they're thinking about getting Cam McCarthy or going for a gun forward, mm-hmm. get you know, get your your best backman, pure backman. Yeah, yep. just have like sixteen backmen and a few midfielders. Get it out of get it out of the, their fifty. Yeah, and then just wait for it to come back in. Start the match with seventeen people behind the ball. Yeah, so you got you know. Um, Sandy in the uh, in the middle. By and himself. Everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no rule saying that has to be four. Yeah. And everybody, uh, everybody in the back half, in, in the back 50. Well, because, you know, what he's doing right now isn't working for him. So if he no. wants to get a premiership, he's got to listen to us. Got to have new ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and now there was um, Nat Fife. Uh, I just found out earlier uh, through you played with a broken leg. Yeah, there was an incident. I didn't see it, but there was an incident apparently with Brian Lake where he came off. He came off second best, Michael. Mm-hmm. He came off second best, and apparently that uh, put a fracture into his leg. He already had he had a thing, and I wrote this down. Uh, he had periostatitis. He's my favourite singer. Yeah, periostatitis. Yeah, periostatitis, and which is like an inflammation around the marrow of the bone or some bullshit okay. like that. Yep. Now, it's it's the wonder, new osteitis pubis, I think. I wonder because you know how he uh, he got kneed by Sam Mitchell earlier this year, and then that animal. He's a fucking that, animal. Yeah, premiership player, so Mitchell, and it, uh, it developed into he had to change his he changed his running gait. He changed his gait. You can't just yeah. change your gait mid mid season. I no, don't care no, who no, you are. Midstream, no. Yeah, and he, uh, he had to pull the trigger on his running gait, yeah. and then that made more <laughs> of an injury. So I wonder if that I wonder if this leg injury was a a build up from that. Oh, absolutely, it was. It's Sam Mitchell's fault. If he doesn't yeah, win the Brownlow, it's because of Sam Mitchell. Yeah, I know. I know that could be that could be awkward. What if Sam Mitchell wins it? Wow. He's look at, and Fife comes second. He's going to go, um, <laughs> the reason why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I want to thank Nathan Fife for uh, yeah. standing in front of me. Nah, he's um, an animal, Sam Mitchell. He shouldn't be allowed to play in the grand final. I'm sorry. Monster. He's yeah. going to come out in the uh, Hannibal Lecter thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Clacko gave a mention to one of our friends during the press conference. Oh, Gabby Greco. <laughs> no, not quite. Not okay. quite. I think they're broken up again, Adam. What? I think Gabby and hey, Jeff hey, are broken don't, up. Don't just drop it like that. You no, know I sorry, need. Mate. You know I need to notice and say, Adam, I've got some news for you. Oh, you can't sorry, just gotta... drop me at Gabby Greco. <laughs> Jeffrey Edelson's broken up like that. Fucking I know. A, I know it's a fairly regular occurrence, but I've got a feeling. I think that I'm pretty certain she's gone back to America or something. What? Well, because she's an artist and a DJ, there's much more opportunity yeah, there. Yeah, I know, but she was getting such a foothold in Australia. Well, they've done Celebrity Apprentice, which I think started up this week. Yep. Um. So. I mean, who knows? I mean, haven't they broken up like 15 times? Well, I was going to say, what time did you check this? Because that could have uh, been more than half an hour ago, in which case they could yeah. have been back together and married by now. Yeah, true. Adopted a child. She yeah. just had four kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, apologies, sir. I'm a bit, I'm a bit croaky, junk timers. Uh, I've had a bit of a cold. I think um, something going around Rod Carter Studios. You've got to be careful yeah, up there in Sydney. I know. Yeah, and I'm up in Sydney again. So, yeah. again, if this goes horribly wrong, um, it's uh, blame the internet. Yeah. Um, but, but you were talking about Clarko, yeah. In the press conference, he said, uh, talking to the first final when the Hawthorne went over there to play the Eagles, yep. it, was, it, was slip, it was slippery that night, and we slipped. We had the wrong footwear. Oh. And also, we just didn't prepare for the shape of the oval very well. We had the wrong footwear. He is squarely that is pointing one man. the finger at mm-hmm. the boot starter there, surely. Wow. Fuck, surely. imagine how he's feeling now. Yeah, so that's an absolute spray at the boot starter, who... To be fair, maybe couldn't hear it. It's got a hearing aid. Yeah. But <laughs> he got eyes. Well, actually, he's got eyes, but they'd be a bit cataract. So. <laughs> but that's that's as strong a harshest call at a boot studies you, you would ever hear, wouldn't it? Well, he's basically 
absolved himself of any of the blame. He hasn't yeah. gone. I mean, he just said he got the fucking shape of the ground wrong. <laughs> and then he's gone, oh, but forget about that. Forget that we thought we were playing in a rectangle. Like I was telling people <laughs> to go to the back corner. Yeah. And and, uh, and it's fucking the boot stutter's fault. It's not his fault yeah. that he didn't get the ground right. Yeah, he just said something weird about how uh, he got to Perth for that first week and he said they didn't have an end zone. He said, yeah, right. Possible to get a touchdown. Well, he said he wanted players to just run through first base, and yep, that yep, was the way yep. they were going to get home. <laughs> Fucking Clark, the man's an idiot. Yeah, and he said he's going to. They tossed the coin. He said, "Which end of the net they were going to play?" On. That's really strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's strong words against the boot starters. But but you know, to be fair, they learnt their lesson. Yes. Obviously. Oh, they packed extra boots for the second trip. He gave a decent spray to the boots there, and he, they got it right for the second one. So the Hawks are going to be going through to the grand final. Adam, how does that make you feel? I'm really fucking excited about that. Are um, you annoyed by it? Like, are you kind of... Yeah, I mean, Freo's a better story by the fact they've never won one and the like. But does a part of you want to see a three-peat? No, not one part. <laughs> not any part of me. Not any part. See, just the not- joy that I see in all my Hawthorne friends. <laughs> and it's just been sickening, and you don't need three years in a row of it. No history at all. Like, you know, I mean, I, we've all seen Brisbane do a three-peat. I was happy for Brisbane to do it. Yeah, I was very happy for them too. I was yeah. thrilled for them. Yep. I, wanted to, I wanted to see them win four because I wanted to be able to say I saw, you know, I saw history like that. So the best team, the, the greatest team of all time. Of the modern era. Yeah. But not any part of you, any part of, any deep down inside part of you. Even just by the fact that, you know, you do have friends who barrack for Hawthorne. Oh no. no! No, no, no! I don't, I don't want right any, no. I don't want any joy for you, blokes. <laughs> not like none whatsoever. It would make me probably the happiest as if you lost by a point from a kick oh, after fuck. the siren. Oh, that's going to be awful. That's what I need. Yeah. Um. And and he, um, I was saying to a friend last night, like, I mean, I know it's not good for for you guys, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but um, yeah, I, there's no way I want a, a tense grand final. I want. Do you want to blow start, out? I want it over in 10 minutes into the second quarter. Have you started thinking about your, your four, Pete? Uh, I won't get ahead of myself. <laughs> I think after 08, I was telling people I was worried about the three, Pete. That didn't work out well. <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart for it. But, I mean, it's um, very very exciting for you. But the thing is, it's just... it's. just I'm like Robbo here. I just need... I just... I wanted some new, fresh teams in there. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's boring. It's boring. Yeah. Um, it's sickening. So, so uh, probably a North Frio probably would have been my pick in terms of like a good tail. North coming from eight, yeah. nothing against nothing against the Eagles, but um, you know it's the North. You know the team that's you know not not flush. You know, um, mate, they dug they, deep. They 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 went further than anyone would have expected. I think they were the first. Were they the first team ever f- from eighth to make yep. the prelim? Yeah, they were. They were it created history. That's yeah. that's enough. I would I would rest on my laurels. That's true. That's I reckon true. they probably ran out and go, guys, well done. Like they got yeah. on the piss on Friday night, celebrated yeah. that fact, yeah. and What's then the they suffered because of it. Yeah, true. They hung over. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, I want to say, and I said it last year, but uh, Hawthorne fans, I give you permission to take on board Week of Joy. Do you remember Week of Joy, Adam? Vaguely. Week of Joy, because obviously the result may not be great on Saturday. And so, but you're confident take... that it is going to be great, aren't you? No, no, anything can happen. Look, last year, like you know, Swans went in raging favourites. Yep. And um, and you know, flipped around. So absolutely anything can happen. Um, but uh, week of joy for grand final fans for the Eagles and Hawks means you you know go to the events and you take in all the yeah sights and uh and soak and, it up. 
soak it up as much as you can, and you can also do whatever you want. So you know, it's, that's the rule. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. That's that's his correct. Yes, I do remember week of joy. Break your diet, whatever you know, whatever makes you feel good. Well, so the reason I don't really remember it is because I took acid for the yeah. whole week because <laughs> yeah, it was week of joy. Out. Yeah. Um, and because uh, you know, come come six o'clock or Saturday, we all may be very sad, you know. Yeah. But at least you've kind of r- ringed out every bit of joy from the week. Because you know, how often does your, does your team get to the grand final if you're not a Hawthorne fan? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the same without Kappa Palooza. I think that was something no. that we all looked forward to. I'm amazed they're not doing it again because it was a, a massive hit. Yeah. With you and me, a yeah. massive hit. <laughs> no one else, but yeah, us. there was big scope for it. Uh, you, and then, of course, we had the uh, match on the weekend. Uh, the, on Saturday night, we had North and the Eagles. Which wasn't a bad game to half time. Like, uh, yeah. North certainly got the jump on them, and then West Coast, as you would have expected, you know, overran them and really blew them away. Kicking 10 20, you'd expect them to kind of annihilate them, but yeah, poor kicking. It was still great. Yeah, it was. It was a terrific effort from North and uh, and also a terrific effort from Boomy Boomer Harbour. I think uh, Boomy Harbour. Yeah, <laughs> he's a champion player. <laughs> Boomer Harvey, who uh, if I remember correctly, ended up being the you know oldest man on the field most games ever played. Yeah, uh, and for North and um, uh, top possession winner. He's done all right, hasn't he? Uh, it's still incredible, and and no problems going on next year. What is he? Thirty eight. Uh, 172. Fuck, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's really full on. It's really full on. Um, the travel gets to him, but he gets a wheelchair, so yeah, gets gets to go first on the plane. Do you he reckon? Because a- all the West Coast fans who would have come out here, because I I actually looked because you know they were talking about how much they've jacked up the prices. Oh, dude, for, for the prelims, I looked at the prices. Now, if you wanted to go, for example, for the uh, the Hawthorne Frio game on Friday night, I had a look at yep. the prices. If you wanted to fly at about eight or seven in the morning. It was about $300 for the flight over, which wasn't okay. too bad. Yep. But if you wanted to come back on the Saturday, the tickets were about 1500 bucks to fly back to Melbourne. Yeah, and there's also an article today about all the prices. I think they were saying it's um, cheaper to fly to London than to get a top click, a top ticket to Melbourne from Perth. Bloody hell. Yeah, now they they are doing that through like the business class, so they're going top of the line. Yeah. Like there are cheaper ones. Yeah, but, I'm sure yeah, there are. But it is cheaper to go to London... Um, and then probably catch another flight in Europe than it would be to go from Perth to Melbourne. Weren't people going back when Ferro made it? Weren't people going back, by, going like via Bali or via Singapore and the like? Yeah, I think they were. I think it was or just because I, I don't know how many flights there are. But would would there be dickheads doing the drive over? Um, uh, well, I thought maybe would you maybe um, fly to Adelaide and then drive? That's not a bad way to do it, is it? Yeah, or even try and get yourself to Hobart and then drive. No. I mean, well, then, then come over in a boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the spirit of Tasmania. Yeah. So get yourself like to that. Hobart, drive up to Launceston. Or da- where's the boat go to? Davenport? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I never remember which one, if, which Hobart, Launceston, which one's north or south. Lonnie's north. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it must be, must be from, yeah, maybe it's from Lonnie. Yeah. Um, so then you then drive I- and then you get the boat over and then you're here and you're just absolutely fucking exhausted. And then you just pay $3,000 for a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, actually maybe bring your car over because that way you get to um, sleep in it. That's a great idea. I want to tailgate. You Let's think we tail- should start tailgating in Australia? Yeah, I reckon. I've always wanted to cut tailgate on grand final day, but I never never do it. I yeah. should try and get people together and do it. Have you? What sort of car have you got? Have you got a tailgating mobile? I've got a, uh, it's one of those uh, Hummer limos. 
Oh. Because I double as a driver for Year 12 Formals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all lit up, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's perfect for tailgating. It's got a barbecue in it, hasn't it? And a spa. Actually, maybe a junk time occasion. Now I'm going to get back to Melbourne oh. early in the morning. I'm flying back at about a certain early time. In the, I don't pepper, I see. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> you don't alert them. Yeah. To Melbourne. But yeah. uh, hey, I'm trying to hook something up and get some lagers. And uh, then we, uh, you know, relive the memories. Put on the 91 grand final. Oh, a great yeah, one, and see that like just a, straight to half time. Yeah, and we, then watch we, that, and that's it. We talked about missed opportunities, didn't we? The, with, mm. the, with the AFL not doing Angry Anderson, I mean, he'd he'd be keen for a gig. It's not to say that they're not going to do it. I reckon there will be some reference to it. I reckon I've already seen one. What do you mean? Oh, like uh, in an article, it was like talking about the last time the. Oh yeah, the but I reckon played. like I reckon there'll be something. Oh, an homage. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Something, what about surely. okay? If you got the Batmobile for your tailgating. Oh, there we go. That's yeah, perfect. Perfect link. Make it a junk time occasion, maybe. Rob D. Costello could be standard. there. Come and have a crownie with Chambo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people have, would love to do that. Come and have a come and have a, a passion pop with Chambo. <laughs> but big big props for the to the Kangaroos for getting all the way to the prelim as they did last yep. year, and uh, they look like a they looked good. They looked good. They yeah. just couldn't get the job done. They, they, they yeah. like they like the top end talent the West Coast have. So, so yeah. So you fucking didn't get any better than last year. So <laughs> suck on that. And now we are um, going to talk about the Eagles, which I don't think we've actually done for the entire year. I'm pro- very sorry to our Perth junk timers. We don't talk about um, the Western Coast very often. No. Uh, but it's because of the time delay. So we don't, get the <laughs> we don't get the news. Yeah, we don't know. God, they look good, don't they? Uh, Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, they look slick. They look, they look strong. They look young, strong, fast and tall. Do you think that their forward line will stretch Hawthorne's back line? Is that, well, is, that, is that where the game could be won and lost? Oh, well, definitely. But that's the big question now, too. I mean, Gunston, I would imagine, will come back in. And I imagine that would be for my boyfriend, Ryan Shellmakers. Yep. So it's going to be heartbreaking. going to have to go over to his place on, on Friday. If, well, I won't be there, but I'll yep. probably um, sneak into bed with him on Saturday morning when I get back. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> not getting creepy at all. Just kind of, you know, just run my hand across his brow. All right, so we went from talking about <laughs> West Coast to you... Be getting in bed with Ryan Schumacher. This is taking a different kind of turn that West I wasn't Coast, expecting. Who I, who I think I described as young, young, tall, yeah. strong, and <laughs> handsome, strapping. Um, and so I, I imagine that would be the switch, Gunston in, or maybe they're of the idea that because Showy can go back, and if Gunston's not one hundred percent, but they haven't said that. If you got Lake Gibson, Frawley, you yeah. know, Hodgie goes back there. Yeah, I mean, that surely is enough at this stage. I mean, how many do you need? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Well, I mean, yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. We probably will. And, and I think Clarko, uh, he knows the layout of the ground at the MCG. So he's going to be he's going to be in tip-top uh, technical shape. Oh, definitely, man. Because well, he knows you know it's a they, circle. During the week, they actually um, uh, changed the shape of Waverley to resemble Subiaco. Oh, did they? Yeah, so that's how they were playing it. And they even put people, they put people around the edges <laughs> <Just> <laughs> with the plastic anchors. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, have we got any word on who might be handing out the medals and the like? Oh, oh you know what? I've actually I've got not... a feeling Robert Wallace might be handing out the coach, the Jock McHale medal, I think. Okay. I've got a weird me- feeling about that. Oh, and they should just give Wallsey the mic and just let him give, you know, give the losing team a spray. Yeah. <laughs> really pot someone who didn't put in on the day. Yep, yep. And... Johnny Gastev, he's going to be handing out the... <laughs> is me- he really? 
cup for the Eagles if it's uh Yep, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Eagles legend played thirty games, kicked thirty one goals. I like it. Uh and then no, who would who do it for the Eagles? Cuz. Um get, Oh yeah, give Cuz a go. Yeah, get him out. Like he he'd love to come over for the week. Get him in there. Hmm. Be in a minute. What is there a player that played for both teams? Is there anyone who did what about uh Steve Malaxos? Did he play for Hawthorne? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think he did do both teams. Um, so there you go. Think, Just hand think, it oh, to Xavier Ellis. Oh, he'll be there. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be great if he had if they lost and he had to hand Hawthorne players yeah. the winning medals. Michael Colica did, I think, and I think he might have been the first player to have 23 after Dermot Brereton. Oh right. Well, you don't. Then want that. he went to Eagles. Kenny yeah. Judge. He didn't play for both, but he coached both. Yep. So. Oh, get Ken Judge. There. There's a few. There's a lot that can do it. Rich tradition. Yeah, Very absolutely. rich tradition. Very. Um, uh, Adam, the AFL players are leaking life si- like sieves. It's unbelievable. They, it's, it's, I uh, I just got off the phone with Michael Talia. He just gave me a yep. rundown of every player at at the Bulldogs and their strengths and weaknesses and what their yep. exit interview said and, yep. you know, yep. who sits on the toilet to have a wee, all that kind of stuff. He just told me everything, Michael. It's really full on. He gave me a uh, the word on who's won tomorrow's Brownlow. It's pretty full on. Shit. Yeah. The man out. knows it's stuff. Place. Yeah. Yeah. So the doggies called in the uh, the, the feds. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, they suggested maybe the Talia brothers had a bit of a conversation and maybe um, Michael, knowingly, I mean, unknowingly. Sorry, unknowingly. That was not meant to be a funny slip of the time. Unknowingly, he's maybe slipped some info to Daniel and they may have used that info. So, so this is in the game before before the uh, Adelaide Bulldogs game. And because didn't yeah. J- Jake Stringer played somewhere different and apparently Adelaide knew where he was going to start. Uh yeah, maybe maybe you may be right about that. Yeah, I'm not totally sure what the actual info was. Um he said that uh Adelaide well, he told Adelaide that uh the doggy is going to be wearing the home strip. Wow. Which, yeah, I mean, that's pretty full on stuff. Go, he told him what stops they were going to be wearing? Yeah, yeah, he definitely gave that away. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said what was going to be on the banner? Yeah, uh, yep, definitely revealed that. He said he said they were going to try to be kicking it through the big sticks, which is pretty full on. Yeah, and wow. When, and when they were going to pull the trigger. That is, I mean, he shouldn't be at the club. You know, he also <laughs> said uh, which flank Woofer was going to take a shit on. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's too far. That's inside that's info. That's too far. <laughs> That's inside info. But you know how it came to light was uh, was it the Adelaide players? Daniel Talley must have told the obviously the Adelaide players, and then Cheney, what's his name? Is it Cole Cheney? Yeah, was playing when Adelaide played Hawthorne, and he mentioned it to uh, one of the Hawthorne players, oh, really? who then rang Luke Beveridge. And so what? all this because Luke Beveridge used to be a coach, yeah, at yeah. the Hawks, and that's how it came to light. No way. So how do what, you know that? Because it was fucking... reported. Oh, okay. I thought it was you were like, reported. No, I, I, I speak to people. The, uh, Michael yeah. Talia told me. Now, um, <laughs> you know what t- that tells me, Michael, is that uh, Hawthorne are a pack of fucking dobbers. Oh, we're rats, are we? Yeah, yeah. you're rats because you look at what happened with uh, Motlop earlier this season. He has a couple of beers. Who fucking dobs he been? The Hawthorne we're players. <laughs> we're a bit lippy, aren't we? Yeah, you just that's un-Australian. Just let uh, him go. You don't have to tell anyone. You've got that piece no. of information. You tell your mates. You don't go to the coach and tell and dob him in. Michael no. Talley has gone from the Bulldogs now. It's Hawthorne's fault. It's real high school kind of, you know, high school, private school girls it's, college, isn't it? It's it like, sickens you know. me. And there is an asterisk. If you get the three-peat, there's an asterisk <laughs> next to that. Because you guys are a pack of fucking dobbers. And that's how I'll be, remem- I'll be remembering them. I'm sorry. But you're, you're, you're shit blokes. Oh. 
And that's worse, mate. That that taints everything you do from here on in. You pack of dobbers. You can't do anything around the Hawks because they let everyone know. That's so bizarre. Yeah. This is a little uh, daisy chain of whispers. Yeah. Um, Hey, Adam, how much do you know about the Brownlow? I would say I know everything that's ever happened at any Brownlow. Okay, well, let's see how good you are. Uh, The AFL website had a Brownlow quiz. Oh. So I'll give you a few questions. Bloody hell. Okay. Uh, the medal is awarded to which player each season? Uh, the greatest, the fairest and best, the star, the league legend? Uh, I'd say the league legend, always. Because hasn't Fev got four? That's true. Yeah. Yes. yeah yes. Okay. The star, yeah. Uh, no, it's the fairest and best. Is that really the that. opening question? Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's I thought, sh- it, was be- I thought it'd be sh- best and fairest, but no, it's the other way around. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Uh, Charles Brownlow was... Oh, a club administrator, a coach, a radio commentator, a boot stutter. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. A boot stutter? Question two, yeah. I thought he was a, uh, a junkie. No, no. Is that not, not an quite. option? No, he did live in Geelong, but, you know, let's not. Let's <laughs> not tame me that brush. So, uh, I, I forgot the options, actually. I'll uh, go with boot club, stutter. Club administrator. But 7% of people have gone the boot stutter. Oh, they're good, because people love, that's all the junk timers in there, just skewing the results. Yeah, true, actually, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that because they're fucking idiots, but no, they're junk timers, they're great. Imagine he, um, he was the bootstarter, they go, oh, let's just name it after some bloke. And it wouldn't really be a true, tr- I mean, it's not, what is it, our Harry, Harry Fothergill, no, Clary Fothergill. Clary Fothergill medal, yeah. Medal for the, for, we're going to do something, we're, we're definitely going to get some kind of award made up and send it to the, the, the bootstarter at the premiership winning club. Well, they win the gold, oh, they win the golden stop. Yeah, that's actually a good point. We'll spray paint a, a yeah. stop and put it on a little little plaque, a little you know piece of wood. Yeah, no, we'll, get, we'll do that. No, we'll, we'll put it. We'll put it on a really massive piece of wood so it just stands out that there's this tiny little stop just sitting in the middle of it, like a yeah. dining table. That's a really good idea. The Clary yeah, we'll Fothergill Medal. Yeah. We'll hand hand deliver it. We won't. I hope it's a. I, now I want Hawthorne to win even more because I don't want to have to go to Perth to deliver a trophy. Yep. No, that's fair enough. But also, your boot started needs it after copping that spray from Clarko. Oh, the guy's bloody... Uh, he'd be like, buddy, he's had to kind of time off. Well, I don't think he can win it now that he's been... He costs you guys a game. Mm. I, uh, I yeah. He can't win the Clary Fothergill if you're losing games. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, last year, mm-hmm. Wethead, Matt Prittis. Yep, yep. Won the Brownlow. Yep. Who 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 polled the second most votes? Whew. I just... I would have been bamboozled by Matt Prittis's hair. Mm, Who you weren't did paying he... attention. No, I know. I was just because it was so conditioned. Uh, it was another good little hairstyle. It wasn't Job, was it? No, no. Um, I, I don't know if this guy might have uh, been uh, able to win it. I can't remember. So he's, he's a bit punchy. He's a bit because I because I've got they've got who polled the second most votes. It's not like who came second because I think that might have been a tricky oh, question. Really? Is there, is there no options for that either? Um. Oh, no, there's uh, Selwood, Ablett, Fife, Buddy. Uh, it wasn't Buddy. Oh, go was, Oh, man. Selwood. Well, I'm not actually totally sure of the answer, but Nat Fife's got 55% of the vote. Okay. So I imagine that would have been him. Yeah. Um, which three clubs are yet to have a winner? Does that include the expansions? Yep, yep. Well, obviously GWS. Yep. Gold Coast. Nah, Gary Ablett won one. When he was at the Goldie? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he won 2013. Oh, that's right. He broke out of the ranks. Wow, that's... Uh, uh, Port Adelaide don't have a Brownlow medalist, do they? Um, Cavill Avenue was fucking crazy. <laughs> Went crazy. Yeah. I think it was free tram rides the whole day. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I tell you what, anyone, anyone, <laughs> anyone under eighteen got into the nightclubs, as you can do. Yeah. <laughs> the Gold Coast. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, Port Adelaide and Fremantle. Yep, correct. Bang. Correct. All over it, except for that Gold Coast fuck up. Uh, this might have a funny answer. Here we go. Yeah, so it's nineteen seventy-seven. This will be our last question. Seventy-seven winner Graham Teasdale was famous for wearing what to the count? Uh, his footy gear. Yep. A blue safari suit. Oh yeah. A brown velour suit, mm-hmm. overalls and a hat, uh, a dildo <laughs> around his waist. <laughs> it was the brown velour suit. Everyone's, everyone's seen that picture. It was. It was. That's 36%. So people aren't really that sure on that one because it's 25% to 22% and 17% think he thought he wore overalls and a hat. That's weird. Yeah. Why would he wear overalls and a hat? Who's coming up? I would like to be, if you're at the AFL house, I go, oh, we need some other options for... What yeah. Graham Teasdale wore? Oh, I, I'm I'm firm, firmly of the belief that um, Gillan McLaughlin put this together. Oh, okay. Yep, no, fair, fair point. He's having a bit of a laugh with his... <laughs> they'll, they'll love the uh, the overalls and a hat. Hey, I tell you who's not going to be talking to each other at the Brownlow. Uh, let me guess. It would be... Who wouldn't have a chat at the Brownlow? It would be... It'd be Danger. Oh, Dangerfield, yep, yep. And Chris Scott. Really? They're going to avoid each other. Why would they do that? They're buddies. They're going to, well, they're, it's going to be coach and player. Well, they're talking about how they're, uh, uh, he doesn't want to get involved in you know, all the hoo-ha around you know, danger maybe coming to Geelong, and so he's not going to have a chat to him. But I would have thought Chris would be a scintillating conversationalist. Yeah, and, and they've, all, they've already been to, Gelo- to Adelaide to have a chat to him a few years ago. Well, so yeah. just, <laughs> just rekindle that conversation. Yeah, catch up, reminisce. And I'm sure, oh. I'm sure he's talked to him during the season. Mm, yeah. Oh, I think they're on WhatsApp. Just got, they've, got a, they've got a group, got a group chat. Yeah. So, so does he think it's going to be a bad look if he's over there talking to someone who hasn't basically uh, made his way to Geelong yet? Yeah, but unfortunately, the weird thing is, Dangers are already going to have a seat at the Geelong table. There's, they've already gone <laughs> yeah, that far. exactly. Yeah, if he wins the Brownlow, it'll be a Geelong champion. He's going to be drinking with Stevie J. Yeah, oh, it's going to oh, be uh, uh, Adelaide versus <laughs> Adelaide versus West Coast, Geelong. Three votes. <laughs> oh, I think they should hang out the whole night. I can go the other way. Get to yeah, know I'll your get, coach properly. What better way to room. do it than at a boring night like the Brownlow? You're yeah, chatting. And, you know, because Danger's going to be on, on camera a lot. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Get so, a mate, Chris Scott should have a drink every time Danger gets a, gets a vote. Yeah. <laughs> get hammered. I think a few are going to. Yeah. Um, now, the All-Australian was on the uh, earlier this week. They handed out the Austra- All-Australian team. It is a weird, it's a weird thing, the All-Australian, isn't it? Just because it's sort of like, it's good for the players, but I don't know if the general public really cares about it. Yeah, actually, it's probably, it's a bit of fun for journos too to kind of pick their team and who's in and who's out, but you can't really get too passionate about it, you can you? Not like, really. Got, that's a nice nod. When they write their obituary, it's always, you know. Yeah, five-time All-Australian, whatever it yeah. was. But also, because they have that big squad, so we already kind of know who's going to be in it, and then they cut the squad. Do they need the squad? Why do they have to give people false hope? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You go, hey, Michael, you're in the All-Australian squad. And then like, oh, Michael, you didn't make it. You're like, oh, yeah. well, don't fucking they, tell me. They give them a jacket if they make the actual team. A but blazer. Give them? A blazer. A blazer, sorry, yep. yeah. Mm. Do they give them like a little hat or something if they make the squad? Like, what do you get, cufflinks? Do you get a tie? I'd do hope, you get anything? Yeah, I, I mean, cufflinks would be nice or like a cummerbund, an All-Australian cummerbund. All-Australian cummerbund. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would like, be kind of nice. A bit of something. Like, do you really want a blazer? Like, because at least if you win, like, uh, the MVP award or, or a Brownlow or something, you've got a trophy, you put it up, you, it's, on mm. the, it's on the mantelpiece. 
What do you do with a blazer? It sits in your jacket. Yeah. Like you, is Gary Ablett? He's got like five of them. Does he yeah. wear it down the like to when he plays golf or if he goes to like the pokies because you need you need a collar? And there's yeah, there's almost a tad amount of maintenance to it too. Well, you know, to kind of... exactly. You don't want your yeah. all Australian to be moth eaten. No, that would be embarrassing. You pull it out the reunion. <laughs> would you Would you wear it to the races? Like, because it's a, it's a blazer. You got to. You'd want to use it. And you'd be. You'd be really kind of pumping yourself up. Like, I mean, the Australian cricketers, they don't wear their blazers down to the local shops, do they? No, but didn't Steve Waugh once famously wear his baggy green to Wimbledon? Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, they, oh, no they, they went to Wimbledon and uh, everyone was like, oh, who's that fucking idiot in there? Oh, it's, <laughs> oh really? It's Steve Waugh <laughs> mentally disintegrating the opposition to Leighton Hewitt. And the baggy green is actually a very bad hat for sun protection. It's not great. Like, like uh, you know, have it, unless... You've got a short brim. Well, because it, it keeps you forward away from the sun, mm. and that's fucking it. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually not a really great one to wear in public. It's not really great to wear while you're playing cricket. No, but <laughs> you, but you look at any cricketers' forehead, and they're they're like it's like a uh, like a baby. Oh, okay. But the rest of the rest of their face is like a freaking <laughs> yeah yeah old leather handbag. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I, I just think give them something else for the all Australian, like give them a, a like a big map of Australia, perhaps, or uh-huh. just yeah, something. just something tangible that they can hang up and show people. Look, all Australian, whatever it is. Something Australian, like you know, a jar of casual racism, maybe. That's not bad. Yeah, the All Australian jar of Vegemite. Yeah, don't touch uh, that. Don't have breakfast with that. That's my All Australian Vegemite. You fuck. <laughs> now, uh, someone headed back to us, and we'll just very quickly get onto this. Um, but uh, David Evans went oh. back to Western for the first time. Oh, um, good. He, he felt safe now, did he? He wasn't going to get blamed for anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came down there to look at the twenty-seven million dollar training facility that he kind of kicked off to see the completed version. So he'd never been there. Never yeah, seen the whole thing. Okay. Never seen the spongy floor. Wow. I mean, yeah. you, as much as, you know, because he, he was sacked because of uh, he was a part of the, he was one of the first to go. He fell on his sword, didn't he, for the, yep. the, the drug scandal at Essendon. Much like everybody at Essendon. They just accepted the blame. Yeah, they said, look, true. we've done something wrong. We're going to just move aside yep. so we can get rid of the uh, trouble at the club. Yep. Straight away. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. involved just went, you know what? Um, <laughs> for the good of the club. For the good of the club. <laughs> yep. We're not going to go to court. No. We're not going to do something foolish like that. We're not going to drag this out. We're not going to make three years of headlines and just no. make every single player want to leave our club. No, 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 no. no that's we're, not what we do gonna, here at Essendon. We're going to step aside quietly, a little fuss. Yep. You won't even know we've gone. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing would be have reporters out the front of your door every day, you know, trying to get photos of your family. And yeah. There's no way we want to do anything like that. And we won't even, like, go to another country for a whole year and uh-uh. then come back and take someone else's job. We won't do that. That's uh-uh. not how we roll here at Essendon. No, no, just... We were never here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what happened though. Our friend uh, Hurdy. Oh yeah, what's he up to now? I haven't seen any pictures of him. He went on a family holiday. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he you? Did. He's he got to. You got to unwind. <laughs> you just been sacked. Oh sorry, he resigned. Yeah, sorry, he just, resigned, you've just yeah. resigned. So therefore, you <laughs> use the rest of your leave. But where did he go? One guess. Where did he go? Oh, where would he go? I would say Colombia. No, no, Europe. Oh, he didn't, did he? He did. He went to France. He went to France. Well, no, Michael, don't laugh. He made a lot of good friends there. All the uh, people true. back at the Poodles yeah, would yeah. be like, oh, James, uh, how, how did you go <laughs> with your coaching? And he would have been like, what accent is that? And <laughs> yeah, then I've, tra- uh, I've, I've, I've travelled. I lived in many different countries. I've travelled. <laughs> 
But he would have, um, it would have been good for him to get back and see how the poodles have gone with the infrastructure that he placed. Uh, yeah, he put in he put in place before he left. Yeah, he put on a spongy floor. That's what he did. Yeah, uh, he did a. He had, he, he, uh, let me say the season probably would have yeah would have wrapped up. Poodles, we think we were talking about our top four. Yep. I don't want. No, they, they wouldn't have won it. I don't think they would have. I don't think oh, they would have won it. You know, without Hurdy there. No, no, no. You need James. Yeah. Well, because I, I think the Leon Lions were our favourite, weren't they? Ah, uh, okay. Yep. They're up there. Yeah. <laughs> and the can cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good on him for going back there, though. I mean, he would have missed it. There's so much he probably didn't get to see in that year that he was over there. So you've got to got to go back and finish the job you started, Hurdy. Yeah. And also, he wanted to see how all the players uh, went with their peptides, like how big they'd gotten in the year that he was gone. <laughs> yeah, they look completely different. Yeah. Hey, um, we mentioned a thing called uh, Footballer Wants a Wife a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, a... Scripted show parroting reality, um, reality TV, yeah. starring Warwick Kappa. Absolutely, I mean, and it should be on our big screens, not just on the web. Yeah, that's true. And we, it was, the thing, it was called Football Once, Footballer Once a Wife. Yeah. And we probably went a bit early and kind of mocked it for being Kappa. Yeah. Um, but in reality, it actually is a very, very, very funny um, piss take web series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on kind of like those Bachelor style shows, like there was one bit where they. There are a few kind of bachelors, and Cap is part of that as well. And they have a, a slave auction to raise money, and it's quite a funny take on the ridiculousness of those um, uh, reality shows. Yeah, but Michael, Michael, don't don't blame yourself for the misinterpretation that we had no. of that show. I blame our bootstutter here at uh, Junk yeah. Time. It's <laughs> completely his fault, and he's yeah. he's Gonski. Although I will say, I mean, uh, did you actually watch the final episode of The Bachelor itself, like the real one? Uh, I'll give you one guess for that one. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces of it. And I must say, it's very brave of that Bachelor Sam. Incredibly brave to put his heart out there. Yeah. To put his heart out there and then after the whole time to pick the hot one. Like, it was quite <laughs> incredible. Like, I'd go, why did they make that? Like, the first episode, it'd just be like, yep. yep. Go on the hot no, one. No, 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 the one with the implants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, do we still have to film this? Like, yeah. I've picked. I really have picked yeah. the hot one, okay? I'm already into it. Now I've just got to awkwardly get rid of... 11 other chicks. Now, there was an email we got during the week, Adam, if I can just get it up. Um, well, while you're pulling that up, I wanted to just say we got a, a tweet from uh, Cleve underscore Stark who said, and I've, I've, I need clarification on this, he said that apparently Robbo, our Robbo, is a Scotch man, not a bourbon man. Oh, okay. Now, I just... fit the picture? No, it doesn't. And, and, and we need people to check it out. If you're ever out with Robbo, just dip your finger in his drink, have a bit of yeah. a taste... Let us know what it is, because I just I had him pegged as a bourbon man, and I'm happy oh, to you... happy to stand corrected. But I just uh, I just thought he's bourbon. I'd say okay, Scotch man, but I'd say like when push comes to shove, he's not fast. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, yeah. Well, you don't you don't have Scotch. Oh, gee, okay, I'll take I'll take a night off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what's in that box? I'll drink that. <laughs> what's what's in that bottle that that guy passed out on the street? Got his hand. <laughs> Give me that. Uh, so we got an email during the week from Junk Timer Jim Pokley. Thank you, Jim, for your email. Uh, now he was at a rally last night, uh, two nights ago. Yep. Um, for a, a very very good cause. And standing next to me, listening to various politicians and community groups talking, was none other than Bombers legend and current Brisbane Lions assistant coach Gary O'Donnell. Oh, Gary. Now, here we go. One of the community reps got up and said she was going to say a prayer. Mm -hmm. At this time, she requested that everyone reach out and hold the hand of the person standing next to them. I would want to hold Gary O'Donnell's hand. 
Gary and my eyes met and yep. our hands were reaching out to each other. This is a beautiful moment. When a photographer suddenly appeared and jumped between us. No! Ah, fucking photographers. In the end, I'm happy we didn't hold hands. It's a pre went on for five minutes. And I don't think I could have stayed cool for that amount of time. <laughs> if That's you, awesome. All right, if you had to hold the hand of any footballer through time for five minutes, who's it going to be, Michael? Well, what's the old Woody Allen joke? He's like, it's uh, if I came back in another life, I want to come back as Warren Beatty's fingertips. Uh-huh. So it might have been a different question. but <laughs> I think but, it might have been. Yeah, but I'll come back as Buddy Franklin's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Now, who do you want to hold hands with? Which player? Five, uh, mi- five minutes. Like, I like to swing hands with Ruffy. Ruffy would be good. Yeah? Yeah, be, be playful. Be yep. fun. Be fun. Be good, good strong hands you get, you get around. Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, it's uh, a special time in Melbourne, Adam. Uh, it springs in the air, mate. And you're talking, it's grand final week. It's a big week. It's exciting for the kids out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a big build-up. And um, one event kind of finishes maybe on grand final day this week. Uh-huh. I think it goes about two weeks. Very special occasion. Uh, the Royal Melbourne Show. Oh, what a great, what a great event that is. And it's and just, if you can't get there, it would be the saddest event of your life. Yeah, it's really sad because we uh, remember have our mate. We have our mate who had a uh, smashed window Yeah, a couple of years ago and he couldn't make it to the Royal Melbourne Show. I think we all remember it was a hashtag... No Melbourne show for me today. Adam, it's time to play Australia's favourite game. It's called What's Trav Been Up To? <laughs> that's a good song too. So this, for anyone who hasn't listened to our first episode, because that's when it was, yeah. we went through Travis Cloak's Instagram and he loves a hashtag. Mm. Now we had the um, incident where he, um, he had a smash window of his car and, uh, and couldn't make it to the Royal Melbourne show. And now i got to say there's no evidence on his Instagram that he has made it to the Royal Melbourne show again this year. You know what? He's probably just scarred from it, He's Michael. He's too heartbroken. Yeah. yeah. He just yeah. goes, what if What if I build my hopes up to go to the, the show Absolutely. again and someone smashes a window again? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I can t- completely understand. The man's been very busy. We haven't yeah. checked in with him for a while. Okay. Um, the last time we checked in with him, he actually went to the Lion King, if you remember that. I do remember that, yeah. And it was weird how he got to meet the cast at Interval. Yeah, that is strange. That's like yeah. going to meet the footy team at half time. Yeah, he put up a fixture saying, but Trav is a, uh, a real art man. Tell you what. Well, said, Michael, ha- hey, hey, hang on. You say that with surprise in your voice. Have you no, s- no. Have a look at the man. He looks oh, like no. he would be at the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra on a weekly basis. That's true. That's true. I remember going when I was a kid, I went to many poetry readings with um, uh, David Cloak. <laughs> so he's passed down. Yeah. So here we go. Picture of an iPhone looking through a peephole. Um, he got the, fo- the wall up to the... It's kind of like taking a photo or filming a video through a peephole of like a hotel. Okay. Okay, here we go. Evening at the Intercontinental, Melbourne. Oh, there you go. There's his plug. So the free night. Great work. Yeah. Trav, yeah, smart, man. Work, yeah. smart man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's all about the contra. Yeah. Uh, to see the hashtag peephole preview of <laughs> hashtag MTC Birdland. Wow. Looks like it's going to be an amazing show. Very cool concept. Hashtag reverse peephole viewing. So some kind of pre-publicity for a, Mel- a Melbourne theatre company show. Trap's going to Melbourne theatre company shows. That is... Maybe that's why his uh, footy was a bit off this year. He was just so focused on the Melbourne theatre company and thinking about scripts and plays. He just yeah. was a bit... He's a bit distracted. Yeah, I think he's got to get a game. Well, I mean, there's so much been going on for him this mm. year, particularly. Got a, he got a new dog. I think he got two new dogs. Wow. So we had Bruce. Uh-huh. Bruce a pug that's been um, a, a large feature of yep. 
Trav's uh, Instagram, hashtag Bruce's life. Yep. Um, picture of Bruce and another dog, mm-hmm. and then another dog, and then they're all wearing dog sweaters. Good. Yeah. Good, because Ma- Melbourne does get cold in the winter, so you don't in want your dog to look like an idiot and in, be shivering. In queue, in particular, we know where he lives because he puts that on the internet. <laughs> uh, it's like Arctic in queue. Sweater game strong. On a picture, a little emoticon of a dog. Yep. And a emoticon of a like a, a snowflake. Uh huh. Wow, must have been cold. Hashtag Doberman. Hashtag Kelpie. Hashtag Frenchie. Okay. What is it? Is it all three of those dogs, or did he get uh, three different dogs? One might be a French bulldog. Yep. And what is he like, Doctor Harry Cooper? Oh, he loves the animals. I mean, it's good reading. on him. Good on him for loving the animals. But good lordy, that's a lot to take care of. I was reading through um, uh, the comments, and someone's written, uh, "You're a joke," um, but they didn't spell it properly. It's not. It's not good to insult people <laughs> and not spell it properly. No, it's you, not great. You, you kind of become the joke. Yeah. Uh, cute fun for uh, Trav here. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting the people involved. Tough to see. Oh, so picture of a uh, drawer of socks. He gets lots of free socks. But Does they're kind he? of colourful. Like one's got elephants on them. One's got French fries. One's got an anchor. So maybe uh, sent over from that guy from Fro. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, yep. One's got um, fish and uh, little duckies. We are learning uh, a lot about Trav. He is not the man I've pictured him to be. Oh, no, many levels for Trav. Absolutely. Yeah, many levels. Uh, tough decision to be made. What socks to wear tonight? Hashtag yeah. black tie. Hashtag sock game strong. Mm. Hashtag thinking the ducks. Hashtag thoughts and suggestions. Uh, and at the end of the day, he went with... I'm going to say he went with ducks. If I know Trav, and I do, he's a duck man. Went with ducks. Absolutely. And you can just see in his heart of hearts he wanted ducks, and he kind Mm. of pushed the question into that direction, and he got back what he expected to from the audience, and uh, he's a duck man. Hashtag became an uncle. I mean, hashtag Trav became an uncle. Oh, that's great. I think it might be Cameron. Picture of baby. Oh, that's beautiful, Trav. Beautiful oh. little girl Charlotte last night. Hashtag baby Charlotte. Oh, beautiful Trav. Oh, it's a shame it wasn't a boy for Carlton to delist in 20 years. <laughs> and we'll wrap it up. He has gone to Hawaii. Good. For end of year with his lovely, lovely partner. Um, picture of them overlooking the city. He's got the shirt off. Good. She's in fitness gear. They may be going for a hike to mm-hmm. top of a top of a large hill. Or like a volcano. Yeah, maybe like that. Hashtag yep. on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean island. A little bit of humour. Oh, I like it. it just yeah. man, we've. I need to. I need to completely readjust my um, my idea of Travis Cloak. Now the final one, actually, I forgot to mention this one. The final one is uh, Travs on. Uh, it's not. What do you call it? Not a Segway. But I think it's like almost like a Segway, but without the Handle? handles. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're called actually, but I know what you're talking about. Well, it says iCruise underscore official, at iCruise underscore official. That might be the, the brand or the company. Okay. So it's a video at near Amy Park of Trav riding one of them. So this is four weeks ago. Look, so if, I, if I'm a Collingwood supporter, I don't want my, uh, my, gun, my gun forward getting around on one of those. Incredibly worried. So it's a video. Yep. So it goes for about, I don't know, five or six seconds, uh-huh. and it's of his feet, and then it pans up, and it sees the street view, and then it pans back down to his feet. Yep. Going at clicks of maybe a good three kilometres an hour. I don't know, okay. maybe a bit faster than that. Um, I don't like heading, it. I don't think Eddie would like that. 
and it's night time. So maybe, maybe oh, he's heading... Oh, good lordy. This is just... This it's is chaos. Just, yeah. Um, and he says, new way to get from the club to the car park. So good. Hashtag I cruise. Uh-huh. Yep. Hashtag you see me rolling. <laughs> I like it. So that's a nice little trip through Can I just Crater ask, Sun. and I don't know my way around uh, the Collingwood facilities, but how far is the club from the car park that he needs another set of transport to get him to the car park? That's a good point. I'm not sure where the what car is it, park like is. like an but, airfield? But they do have to travel a bit just to get to the actual paddock, don't they? No, they've moved it. They're opposite High Sense Arena, their ground now. They don't they don't run around Goshers anymore, I don't think. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. So they're yeah, right sure. next to their, their – was it the Westpac Centre? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they pretty much uh, where Olympic Park was now. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. So they train there. So I, I just, I mean, obviously Trav doesn't want to walk. They're precious feet, but I, yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to go, mate. Mm, yeah. No. Lift your game, Trav. Yeah, I'm concerned. Uh, we've reached the end. Uh, Adam, we'll wrap it up, eh? Uh, so what I'm going to do is do a pre-grand final show without you, Adam. Sure. As the public has called for it. So we'll probably put that up on Thursday when the teams have come out. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and then there'll be a post-grand uh, final on the Sunday, which will be, you know, a celebration, commiseration, yep. well, for, for everyone. Uh, and we'll kind of wrap up the adventures of the day, and that will be people to be confirmed. And uh, if Hawthorne if Hawthorne win, will you do another one of those Hawthorne uh, circle jerks like you did last year? <laughs> I, won't, I won't get ahead of myself. Okay. okay. All right, I sure. Won't, I won't go into that. I will very quickly say on... Um, the coming Friday, October 2 at 7pm, I'm going to be doing an hour of stand-up from my Melbourne International Comedy Festival show. Thoughts at the Sydney Comedy Store, comedystore.com.au. Come along. Get along. Uh, and then fly on down to, to Melbourne you. to watch the grand final. And flying back in the morning, yeah. Great. Um, but uh, it's going to be a great occasion. We are Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. We are Junk Time AFL Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, my voice is about to give out. I know. Um, we're going to be... Well, have a great trip, Adam. Thank you, mate. And uh, go Eagles. Go. fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com